0: hello everyone Uh, welcome to the river on youtube Uh, happy easter my name is charles park i'm one of the pastors here and uh, i just want to welcome everyone as we celebrate easter together over the internet Uh, it's just been crazy hasn't it how this one virus has shut down our whole city our whole country in fact It's been four weeks now since our city has shut down Uh, It's not easy to be all cooked up inside for so long, right? How are you all doing? I hope and pray that everyone at the river community is safe and healthy and doing as well as can be through this crisis and if you need anything uh, if you have a prayer request, I just want to Emphasize that we are here as a church community together. So, please reach out. Tell us uh, Your prayer requests tell us what you need and see what can be done. All right? Uh, As for me and our family, there is nothing terrible happening But still it's been hard Uh, Many of you know that because of my long-standing back problems I do a lot of daily exercises like swimming physical therapy in order to keep functioning and a lot of that has shut down all the gyms pools even physical therapy all shut down Uh, that's been hard as my back pain ratchets up ratchets up little by little every day and there is not much I can do about it Um, some of you may may be able to relate to that uh, to feelings of frustration and helplessness. Some of you may have lost jobs through no fault of your own. Some of you may be worried about your business. All activity has shut down. Will you be able to survive uh, through this uh, crisis financially? Uh, Some of you may have coronavirus or caring for someone with coronavirus. Uh, Some of you may be worried About your friends or family who are vulnerable uh, like the elderly or the doctors and nurses and first responders who are directly exposed to the danger but still doing everything they can to save lives. Um, They are the true heroes in this war against the virus and our gratitude and our prayers are with you. Uh, Now if you recall I had picked this season of Lent to pray for and work on my tendency to stress out. Uh, Do you remember how at the beginning of Lent, uh, six weeks ago, I asked everyone to pick one character trait you like to get better at? Well, I picked stress. Boy, did I pick the wrong time for that, huh? Or maybe this is the best time, actually, to work on not being as stressed as I usually am. I I think I've gotten a little bit better. Honestly, I think I could have stressed out a lot more uh, given the situation, but I really do think I have stressed out um, a little better than I usually would have because of uh, God's help. Uh, There's been one particular prayer that's really helped me uh, to, for me to pray repeatedly as I try to work on stress. It's called the serenity prayer. Some of you may have uh, heard about this prayer or know about this prayer. Uh, it goes like this. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Isn't that a great prayer? Uh, That's been an important prayer during this difficult time and throughout history, really. It it just uh, contains just incredible amount of wisdom and also spiritual power uh, to pray to God to grant us the peace and serenity to accept the things we cannot change, and the courage to change the things we can change, and the wisdom to know the difference. If you like that prayer, you can Google serenity prayer, and it'll just pop up, and you can have it handy whenever you feel stressed out. Um, And this prayer has just been very helpful to me because there are a lot of things about this situation that we can't do anything about. Uh, We ask things like, when are things going to get back to normal? The timeline is dictated by the virus and nobody knows exactly uh, what the virus could do. So it seems very much out of our control. And When so much is out of control, it's a struggle. Not just physically, but mentally as well. Uh, So at times like this, we need faith, we need hope, we need the presence of God to fortify us in our inner being uh, to help us to carry through this time. So it's really timely that we are celebrating Easter today because Easter teaches us how to have hope Even when things look really bleak, even when things are out of control, uh, faith teaches us to not just focus on what's hard right now but to look at the other side. Look at the resurrection. Look at life that comes after. There are so many important lessons that Easter can teach us. So I want to Uh, Look at a passage when Jesus first started to talk about the cross and resurrection and how the disciples reacted to that, uh, how they focused on the tough times and the lessons that uh, we can get from that. Uh, Mark chapter 8 describes the scene when Jesus tells his disciples about the cross. It goes like this. Then Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man, Jesus, must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed. But three days later, he would rise from the dead. As he talked about this openly with his disciples, Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him for saying such things. Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, then rebuked Peter. Get away from me, Satan, he said. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. A very powerful passage. And we see here that Peter doesn't react well to the news that Jesus shares about how tough times are ahead, how he's going to be uh, crucified and suffer many terrible things and die, in fact. Uh, Peter can't believe it. He can't believe that Jesus is so pessimistic about his future. Where's the power of positive thinking, right? Where is faith? Peter had all his hopes and dreams wrapped up in Jesus, and that's why he reacts so strongly. All the apostles dreamed of a victorious kingdom led by Jesus, and they would all become these powerful ministers, lords, ruling with Jesus, by his side, with all the power and riches that go with it. They all had glory in their eyes as they followed Jesus and saw all these miracles and saw God was with him. and and that uh, he would be the promised messiah son of david to restore the davidic kingdom uh, to its former glory and rule over the world and and be approved by god uh, and be rewarded by god and that's why they followed him around so when they hear this news uh, peter just can't believe it It, it's just not what he had expected and hoped for So, Peter tries to change what he cannot change. He takes Jesus aside and rebukes him. Uh, Not a good idea, usually, to rebuke Jesus, but I can relate and sympathize with Peter. It's how modern Christians are taught to think, right? Think positively. That's what faith is. Don't be so down, don't be negative. Uh, That's the secret, right? The secret is, to just imagine and, and with faith Believe with all your hearts All the, the positive uh, Wonderful things That can happen in your life And it will happen to you and, and that's what faith is These days there's a tendency To confuse uh, positive thinking With Christian faith Itself uh, To think that having faith Means God will protect you From all harm Uh, God is good And good people like Jesus Won't come to harm Right? Well, maybe not so right Because Jesus rebukes Peter And he says Get away from me Satan Satan? Wow, that's really a strong word Uh, Jesus seems to be saying that uh, Peter is in a completely wrong track Uh, when it comes to faith in God. Jesus says you have human point of view rather than God's point of view. So what is the difference between the two points of view? Here is Peter's point of view. As I said, if you're good, if you follow God with good faith, then good things happen to you. And that's what makes you a good Christian. Uh, When good things happen as a reward from God, that's the proof that God is rewarding you, that you're worthy, and your life is good. Uh, Things like success, things like wealth, fame, power, uh, the rewards from God, and these are the things that make your life good and meaningful. So, when actually, what happens is, Jesus gets arrested and crucified. And that makes Peter despair. Peter feels like it's all over. It's, it's a sign or the proof that either God has abandoned them because they've been wrong or God isn't there at all. That's the human point of view. When our hopes and dreams get dashed, we feel as if we've lost everything. We despair. It's human point of view. It's what happens to Peter. He doesn't believe in the power of positive thinking anymore because he's just been so crushed. He goes to the other extreme. He gives up on all his hopes and he returns to fishing in his hometown because he hates himself. Other passages in the Bible makes it clear that he just loathes himself. He hates the world. He loses faith uh, that he's been right. He loses faith in God and he just goes back to his hometown to lick his wound. But Jesus doesn't give up on him. God doesn't give up on him. The resurrected Jesus comes to Peter and restores him to his rightful place as an apostle of Christ. And Peter ends up doing more than he ever thought he would. And today, all popes claim their authority from Peter. So Peter's hopes for glory and meaning in life came true even more than he could have uh, ever imagined but in a different way than he had first uh, hoped for and imagined and envisioned what his life could be like. He never became rich and powerful. He never became a lord. But he did become one of the greatest change agent in history as he brings the Gentiles into the church. That's probably, probably one of the biggest arc in the story of God, uh, including the marginalized, including the excluded, unconditionally. Uh, that's the power of the cross, and Peter played a critical role in that. So, yes, Peter never got his dream of becoming prime minister, but he did end up having great meaning and great joy and power in his life. Of course, Peter could not have foreseen that. He could not have imagined his destiny even if it was told to him ahead of time. That is human point of view. We humans, we really cannot see beyond uh, the worries of our imagined future. We really have a hard time seeing to the other side of the cross to the resurrection life. We are full of worries of today and tomorrow. What will the future bring? Will we get this virus? Even if we and our loved ones uh, stay healthy through this crisis, what will the job market be like afterwards? What will happen to us? And our future often is cause for lots of worries. But what our faith teaches us, is to always hold on to the hope of resurrection life on the other side. That's God's point of view. We don't know what that will look like. We probably couldn't imagine it even if we were told ahead of time. But we will come through this just as Jesus was resurrected. That is what it means to have faith in Jesus. There will be joy and meaning and glory to your life and my life as we hold on to faith and trusting God for resurrection. So, today on Easter, I want to encourage us to reflect on God's point of view so we won't be ruled by our fears and worries. Then we can live with joy even while we are shut in. That is the power of faith. That is the power of resurrection easter that's the power uh, i want us to all experience through this season and no matter what is happening we will feel this inner glow inner peace inner strength renewal from inside amen amen as a practical suggestion one discipline i have tried to uh, exercise is to take it one day at a time to have the best day i can have Uh, in matthew chapter 6 jesus said don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries today's trouble is enough for today but seek first the kingdom of god so there's a connection here do you see Uh, when we seek first to dwell On God's point of view When we seek first the kingdom of God That means don't worry About the worries of the future Don't bring into today Our imagined Worst outcomes of tomorrow That's what we do, right? We imagine the worst Outcomes of tomorrow And by imagining it We bring it into the experienced Reality of today Even when it hasn't Even happened yet so we end up living in the misery of the hypothetical tomorrow's worst outcome when we don't even know what will really happen. That's not smart, is it? Why experience the misery of possible future trouble today when they, when they haven't even happened yet? Not very wise, yet we all do it because it's how our brains are wired. And that's why we need faith. That's why resurrection is so important in our faith. Because Easter reminds us, even the worst possible outcome, like crucifixion, is not the last word when we have faith. The last word for us Christians is the resurrection. This is the message of Easter we celebrate today. Yes, Horrible things can happen. Horrible things happen to Jesus. He is the one we follow. And He experienced the cross. So we cannot expect that it will be only good things and all nice things. But the cross turned out to also have been the greatest act of God in history. And Jesus was resurrected and seated in the right hand of God. So... The Easter message is, yes, bad things can happen. Things like coronavirus can happen to us out of the blue. Faith doesn't mean God will protect us from all harm and everything and anything we want will, will, we will get it as long as we have faith. That's not what faith is. Bad things can happen. But what faith gives us is, no matter what, even when bad things happen, we can still have powerful glorious, meaningful life. We can still experience joy from inside out. We can experience the resurrection power of God in our life. So faith gives us the power to never despair. We can have God's point of view rather than human point of view. We are more than what is visible. We have souls. We are valued unconditionally. We are the Beloved. And when we turn our attention to God, when we turn our attention to these uh, rocks of faith, the Bible promises us that rivers of living water will flow from within our hearts, refreshing our soul, so that our strength can be renewed like the eagles, so that we can run and not get tired, so we can endure through times like this with strong mental health, so that our inner soul is refreshed. Our soul can be anchored in God. That's the power of faith. Yes, times are tough, and we are disappointed in our circumstances. Maybe we are sometimes even disappointed in our own self, our character, like Peter did. I mean, we can look at ourselves, and there are many character flaws we see, right? Through this Lent, Uh, We have asked you to get better at some of these character traits. And as we work on them, we can discover how we are not good at these things. And we can even come to not like ourselves, like Peter. But this is the message of the cross. We are the beloved no matter what our flaws are, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter how hard things are. No matter how much of a failure we can feel like, no matter how frustrated or helpless we feel, we are so valued by God that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you and there is the promise of resurrection life ahead for you and for me. That's faith. And that's enough to give us the power to not worry about tomorrow, but have a great day, each day, no matter what because we're getting God's point of view so every single day let's try to have the best day that we can have for this is the day that God has given us not some other imagined reality but this is the reality we have so ask yourself each day am I having a good day did I have a good day and if not try to bring the focus back to today When you are focused on what's not right, when you are looking at what's not going well uh, in yourself or in your circumstances, turn your attention to God and ask God for His point of view and try to have this mindset of gratitude and joy. What can I be grateful for today? What can I rejoice about? What are the good things about my life and what are the good things about myself and what are the good things about the people I am with? and try to have that God's point of view. And from that place, we can try to work on getting to better circumstances. That's the power of Easter. So let's celebrate Easter together. Isn't it great uh, to be able to have that kind of power? It's worth celebrating. Even though we cannot be together, we are together in spirit As long as we are resolved together to have this mindset of faith, then we are brothers and sisters in faith and we are together as a community. So let's celebrate this Easter. There is a traditional Easter greeting. I say, Jesus is risen, and you say, He is risen indeed. I say, Jesus is risen, and you say, He is risen indeed. Shall we try it? Let's try it. Let's do it three times. Jesus is risen. Jesus is risen. Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah, amen. Thank you for joining us for our Easter service on YouTube. Don't forget to stay connected. We have blogs going. We have emails open. If you have a need, if you have a prayer request. Let's stay in touch. Let us know how you're doing. God bless you. And uh, we will get through this. Amen.